This is the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast with Charlie Bagley. In typical Breath of Fresh Jets podcast fashion, right after I ended the episode on Friday, the Jets made another move, signing Bills tight end Tyler Croft to a one-year deal worth about $2 million. Uh, it's $1 million in guarantees. The rest is incentives-based. It's just tight end depth. Uh, I'm sure the Jets weren't too keen on going into training camp with just Chris Herndon as the only viable tight end on the roster, and Croft brings another reliable veteran presence to that tight end room. I imagine Ryan Griffin will be will be cut in the coming weeks uh, along with this move. We have Trayvon Wesco also on the roster, and our tight end room is going to be really important going into 2021, especially with the new offense that Coach Sala and Coach LaFleur are going to install. Uh, it, it utilizes a lot of blocking, and you can see that with a lot of the signings and moves they made. Like Corey Davis is one of the best blocking receivers in the league. Denzel Mims out of college was already a great blocker. Herndon's a great blocker, and now we have Croft. It's going to be really important to set up that, that run game and the pass game. So great move by the Jets, obviously. And uh, I think we're set on the tight end position, at least for the rest of the offseason. Then on Saturday, it was announced the Jets signed former Saints defensive tackle Sheldon Rankins to a two-year, $17 million deal. Rankins is a former 12th overall pick from the 2017 draft. He has tons of talent. Uh, you can watch, you can see it from the tape. He just pops off the screen, but he's had a lot of injury issues over his career. Uh, it started his rookie year when he broke his fibula. In 2017, he managed to stay relatively healthy, but in 2018, he tore his Achilles. Uh, but this also happened to be his his uh, his best the best year of his career yet. He had 12 tackles for loss, 15 quarterback hits, and eight sacks. In, uh, in 2019, he landed on injured reserve with an ankle injury, and this past year, 2020, he also landed on injured reserve with some knee injuries. Rankins has the potential to be uh, a superstar on the defensive line. He just has to stay healthy and, and make sure it stays all together. But on, on, a, on a bigger note, the Jets' defensive line has suddenly become arguably top 10 in the league. You got guys like Quinn and Williams, obviously Sheldon Rankins, Carl Lawson on the edge, John Franklin Myers, Folorenzo Fatukasi, Jabari Zuniga. All these guys have so much potential, and I think Robert Saul is the perfect guy to bring out the potential in each and every one of these guys. And honestly, if if we're able to make some moves in the in the backfield in the secondary, I I really think this defense has the potential to be top ten this year. But as of right now, our two starting corners, Bless Austin and Bryce Hall, two really young guys, didn't play the, their best. Maybe it's because they're young. Maybe it's because they don't have it. But uh, Joe Douglas needs to make some moves here in the secondary. But on the bright side, I think he showed his hand a little bit uh, in free agency, what, what their plan is for the draft. Uh, he's obviously going to be targeting interior offensive line and cornerback early. Uh, I, I plan on doing doing another mock draft relatively soon, definitely before the draft, maybe one or two. Yeah, th- there's a few. There's still a few good corners out there on the market right now. Guys like Richard Sherman, Stephen Nelson, who just got cut by this by the Steelers, uh, Nikel Roby Coleman, Ryan Poole is still out there. He, he could be brought back. The only thing is, we just we need help on, in the secondary. But another thing I'm really excited about in the defense is our safety position. So before, it was just Ashton Davis, second-year player, and Marcus May. But with the signing of LaMarcus Joyner, I really think there's potential here. I think Joyner is going to start at free safety. May will start at, start at strong safety. And Sala will use Ashton Davis as a hybrid safety linebacker all over the field. He'll play, play in the slot. He can play linebacker. He can play safety. I, I'm really excited about the defense. I don't know if you can tell, but... I think definitely that's going to be our strong point going into 2021. This defense is going to be fired up. They're going to be well coached. They're going to be disciplined. And I think they're going to be top 10 at least.
So in other NFL free agency news, there was a lot of moves made even after I ended the episode on Friday this past weekend. There was a lot of moves made uh, this week, Monday and Tuesday. There were some moves, so I'm just going to start going through them now. Uh, The the Texans gave Pro Bowl running back Philip Lindsay a one-year deal worth 3.25 mil. Uh, You can see from this contract that the running back market in this this offseason has been super dry. Uh, No running backs are getting paid. The only guys who got a decent amount of money were guys like Chris Carson, who got a, a nice extension from the Seahawks, two years, 14 mil. Aaron Jones got that a nice extension from the Packers before free agency started. But, yeah, it's uh, it's tough out there for RBs right now, got to say. Former Jet Jordan Jenkins signed a two-year contract with the Texans. Jenkins was a Jet for five years. He's a high-motor guy uh, drafted by the Jets in 2016 by then-GM Mike McCagnan. He never got that second contract he was looking for from us, but he's going to go to the Texans on a two-year, not nothing crazy, but he'll have a chance to improve his value. In maybe two years, he'll hit the market again, and maybe we'll get a bigger contract. The Cowboys agreed to terms with Falcons, for, I should say former Falcons safety Keanu Neal on a one-year $5 million deal because he's not going to be playing safety anymore. He's going to be playing weak side linebacker for the Cowboys. And before Neal signed with the Cowboys, he was in between the, the Jets and the Cowboys. And obviously he picked the Cowboys uh, from what I'm saying, but uh, kind of a, a miss. I, I, I would have been really excited to see Keanu Neal in a Jets jersey. I, I think he's Jamal Adams Jr. He can do anything that he does, I would say, even better in coverage. And I think he would have been a great tandem with Marcus May at that safety position. They, they were te- they were teammates together at, uh, at Florida in college, so that would have been fun. I guess five mil in Texas is more than five mil in New Jersey, so I, I can't say I blame the guy. The next big splash from the weekend was the Giants inked Kenny Galladay to a four-year, $72 million deal with a max of $76 million for, with incentives and $40 million guaranteed. So the top wide receiver is off the market. The Giants scooped him up. And I'm, I'm just going to say Daniel Jones has no more excuses. He's heading into year three. If he can't take this Giants team with all the moves they made on defense, they got him as wide receiver one. I'm sure they'll, they'll address the offensive line in, in, uh, in the draft. If he can't he can't get this team to compete for at least the division. It's time to move on. Um, Jones has had three years to show he can play. He's 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 shown shown he's very similar to Sam Darnold in that sense where he's shown flashes, but then there's also those boneheaded plays where you're like, what are you doing, man? But the love hate relationship between Dave Gettleman and Giants fans continues, and uh, I guess we'll see where it goes from there. Eagles wide receiver Deshaun Jackson signed a one year deal with the Los Angeles Rams. After the Rams lost uh, Josh Reynolds to the Titans via free agency, they, they need to get a third receiver. And Deshaun Jackson, obviously getting up there in age, but still one of the better deep threats in the game right now, gets Matthew Stafford a new weapon. So now the Rams will be rolling out with another great wide receiver trio. They always have a great receiving trio. Uh, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Deshaun Jackson. The Giants' last splash of free agency uh, was signing former Titans cornerback Adoree Jackson to a three-year, $39 million deal with the New York Giants. Now, this is a, a lot of money for, for a guy who, as talented as he is, is not always available. He's been hurt a lot the past few years, ever since he's been drafted. He was a first-round pick and never really lived up to that billing. But like I said, when he plays, he's great, but it's just it's, it's when he plays. It, he's not always available. And I, I, a, lot of, a lot of these moves the Giants are making are, are high-risk, high-reward, and maybe they'll all pan out, maybe they'll all bust, but it seems like the Giants are really trying to go all-in this season. The Falcons signed fantasy football hero and former Panthers running back Mike Davis to a two-year deal worth $5.5 million, with $3 million fully guaranteed in year one. Um, 
Mike Davis was the backup for the Panthers last season and really, really stepped in well when Christian McCaffrey went down with that, uh, that, that hamstring injury. I believe it was a hamstring. And also filled a lot of holes on fantasy teams last year because everyone was drafting CMC in the first round, first overall. And when he went down, a lot of guys got screwed. But Mike Davis was there to pick up the slack, and he was great. So I don't know if that's obviously going to translate to the Falcons. I don't know if he's going to start. I know they still have uh, Ito Smith. Todd Gurley's a free agent, so they're just trying to get some depth in that running back room. And Mike Davis is the perfect veteran guy to have in there to teach some young running backs how to play the position in the NFL. The Packers re-signed Buccaneers MVP cornerback Kevin King to a one-year, $6 million deal. I'm joking. Congrats to King. Uh, even after a, a, a tough postseason, he still gets a, gets a second contract from the, from the Packers. The Eagles signed former Super Bowl MVP quarterback Joe Flacco to a one-year deal to be the backup. I guess he'll have a chance to compete with Jalen Hurts in training camp for that starting job. I mean, Flacco statistically was the best quarterback the Jets had last year. So uh, that's good backup depth. I would have I would have uh, liked to keep him around as the backup here in New York, but he's not really a scheme fit to what uh, LaFleur is bringing to the offense. He's more of the, the standard pocket passer kind of guy. And the, the Shanahan-LaFleur offense requires a a mobile quarterback, someone who can get around the pocket, move around, and that's the opposite of Joe Flacco. Here's a guy I thought the Jets were going to be in on. Uh, former former 49ers defensive end Kerry Hyder agreed to a three-year, $16.5 million deal with upside to 17.5 mil with incentives to the Seattle Seahawks. A very sneaky, good second wave of free agency signing for the Seahawks. Hyder had a career-high 10, 10, I think it was 9.5 sacks last year. And uh, he, he has the ability to rush the passer well at that, at that defensive end position. And great pickup for the Seahawks. You're listening to the Breath of Fresh Jets with Charlie Badwini. The Buccaneers made some more moves this morning to, to keep together that uh, Super Bowl core. They agreed to a two-year, $31.8 million contract extension with offensive tackle Donovan Smith. He was great all throughout last season, uh, including the playoffs. Him and Je- uh, Tristan Wirfs, excuse me, really shored up those tackle positions and made Brady stay upright throughout the entire season and the playoffs. Shortly after that was announced, it, the Bucks also finalized a one-year deal to re-sign defensive tackle Nadama Kungsu. This means only two players left from the Buccaneers roster are still uh, free agents, and that would be Leonard Fournette, and Antonio Brown. Now, odds are they're not going to bring back both of them, maybe one, maybe neither, but obviously, as we know, cap space means absolutely nothing in the NFL. I mean, all we heard about going into free agency was was all about how the teams were going to be limited with the cap space, and here here teams are, like the Chiefs, handing out five-year, $80 million contracts to Joe Thune. There's so many different ways that teams can manipulate cap space, turn money into signing bonuses, turn it into guarantees, make restructure contracts. I don't really know the whole the whole science behind it, but there, when there's a will, there's a way. So don't be surprised if Tampa brings back AB and Fournette, but if they don't, I, I guess it would be because of the cap space, but like I said, it's it's so easy to manipulate. I'm, I'm really not sure how it's going to go from there. Another 49ers free agent I thought the Jets were going to have interest in, cornerback Kawan Williams, who recently visited the Chiefs, is expected to re-sign with his team, the 49ers, on a one-year deal. He's looking to improve his play this year and really trying to cash in on that 2022 free agency where the cap is going to come up a little bit and guys are going to be getting some more money. Now that that's all out of the way, I just want to make sure you keep an eye out for some moves the Jets are going to make in the coming weeks before we hit the draft, like full on in the draft season. 
I expect them to, to sign a backup quarterback. I expect them to sign another corner and maybe make some more moves for uh, offensive line depth. But other than that, I think Joe Douglas is mostly done handing out money this offseason. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to the draft and what we're going to do with, with that abundance of picks in the first three rounds. Uh, Zach Wilson's pro day is Friday and starts at 1 o'clock. You can see it on NFL Network. And I think after that, and I think the Ohio State pro day is on Saturday. Expect expect that to be the, the 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 time when the Jets really start to weigh these Sam Darnold offers, and I think he'll be off the team maybe before the draft, maybe after the Jets take a quarterback at two. But at this point, I'm 95% sure that the Jets will be moving on from Sam Darnold and starting fresh with a new rookie quarterback, whether that be Zach Wilson, whether that be Justin Fields, whether it be Trey Lance, whoever it may be. I I think the Jets will be starting fresh with a new quarterback. Now, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about uh, the latest news stories about Deshaun Watson that have come out over the past week. I didn't bring it up last week because there wasn't enough information out. There's only one or two uh, lawsuits, charges, whatever. But as the days have gone by, there's been more and more, and they keep piling on and piling on. And there are now officially 16 lawsuits against Deshaun Watson alleging sexual assault or misconduct. Now, when all this first started coming out, I was a little skeptical of it based on the, the background of the lawyer, Tony Busby, um, how the Texans were handling the whole trade situation. But as more reports came out, as I, I read the affidavits, as I read the charges, there's, just, there's, there's, a, there's a pattern to these actions. And it's, it's really unfortunate to hear what's going on because Deshaun Watson, obviously, I, I, when, when he first demanded the trade, I, I thought the Jets were a perfect spot for him. But at this point, I don't think any team's going to be making any moves until all of this is cleared up, until there's a day in court, until it's settled. But it's re- really unfortunate to see. And I, I, if, if, if this is real, which it at this point most likely is, it's shame on Deshaun Watson. He should absolutely be suspended. He should be uh, suspended without pay and be punished to, this, to the extent of our justice system. And I, my sincere sympathies to the women involved who were violated and upset in this way so that's all we got for today thank you guys for listening and catch you next week with a mock draft you've been listening to the breath of fresh jets with charlie bedweed